As you may have heard, an American caver named Mark Dickey spent more than a week trapped in a cave uh, deep uh, in Turkey, three, some 3,000 feet below the surface of the ground. Dickey reportedly began suffering from gastrointestinal bleeding when he was more than, as I said, 3,000 feet underground, became too weak to make the journey back to the surface. A whole rescue operation, about 200 people were involved to get him out. Dickey's condition became so severe, at one point, rescuers gave him transfusions while underground. We're happy to report that he survived. He's in much better condition, uh, and he joined us tonight from the hospital. Mark, um, thank you for, for being here. I'm so glad you are alive and, and in the light. I have been freaked out by this entire drama that you have been imagining you so deep underground in these, I mean, first of all, how are you feeling? I appreciate your asking. Um, uh, definitely feeling much, much better than I have been. You know, every single day is a steady improvement. Uh, and I, I hear you on the freaked out. It's a crazy thought to be that far underground, just thinking about like how much rock, earth, and just everything that's piled on top of you and how far away from the surface you are. So yeah, freaked out is a, a good term, especially for when things started to go wrong. So when did things start to go wrong? How deep were you at that time? Uh, how deep was I at that time? Yeah. I actually was even deeper in the cave. I wasn't at camp, which is where I was stabilized for quite some time. I was farther into the cave at a location that I was exploring. Um, I was actually with Jessica. Uh, we were about to start climbing a lead. I was 80 Jessica, meters Jessica off is your the ground partner. on a rope. And, yep, that is, that is my partner. And she's in the room um, with you. And uh, we were both there. She is. Hey, Jessica. Uh, Hello. <laughs> And you, what you, you had internal bleeding. What, what did you feel? What did you, what did you feel was wrong? Ah, so it was. It turned out to be internal bleeding, which uh, I figured out uh, after I got down uh, on the ground. Um, Jessica got down behind me, and you know she called out, "What do you need?" And uh, my response was just privacy, uh, because unfortunately I was having a. a I, I needed to go to the bathroom, and uh, it was a crazy fast onset, dizziness, uh, nausea, hot and cold. And uh, the, the stool that came out was just black, tarry, digested blood. And that was a, that was a bad sign. So you realize you have internal bleeding and you're in trouble. Jessica goes for supplies. It takes her was it 24 hours just to get out or 24 hours to get out and back? No, Jessica is spectacular. That was 24 hours for her to get out, coordinate a response, notify different organizations, get the medical supplies on the way, have them delivered to camp, and then all the way back to me. Uh, no, she pulled off a miracle. Did you, did you think you might die down there? It was, uh, it was this uh, transitioning thought process. At first it was, okay, this is, this is pretty bad. I have no idea how serious it is. Then it moved into, okay, this doesn't seem to be life-threatening, unpleasant, nasty, immediately make my way out of the cave, but, but I'm okay. Uh, and then the moment I started vomiting large volumes of blood, it was, this is life-threatening, this is bad, I need serious assistance. Uh, and then the time period before Jessica arrived was the roughest. Uh, there were 
there. I, I remember the transition as my symptoms got worse, as my pulse was decreasing, as my blood blood pressure was decreasing, as it was harder to hold on to consciousness. Um, yeah, my my, I was in the the range of I'm probably going to die. And how long did it take for them to actually bring you physically out? So once things started, I was very impressed by how quickly it went. Um, there were virtually no breaks. I was transitioning from team to team. Um, I would maybe rest for an hour or two in between one team finishing transport and the next one getting in and getting coordinated. Um, that was a, it was a, an interesting balance of it's better to just keep moving, keep making that progress. But at the same time, it was taking a toll on me. I was already in really bad shape and just that constant movement through the cave was, was rough. What was the moment like when, I mean, was it daytime when you got out, when you, when you saw sun, when you breathed fresh air? It was not. My, my, my first sunrise was through the window of a, a hospital room, actually. Okay. Um, after I got out of the ICU and got That's an even better place room, to I, see the sunrise, I got frankly. got to see a, a sunrise. Uh, yeah. Um, the, uh, it was nighttime, but trust me, uh, up there in the, that plateau where there is absolutely no light pollution, those stars are... They light things up. Can you just, uh, uh, just finally, I mean, can you just explain what is the appeal uh, of it? I mean, I've done, I did like splunking long ago and it was cool, but I mean, going to these depths, what, what, is, what is it for you? What, what is the magic of it? That's always a tough question. Every single person has their own, their own drives. You know, it's, it's in this case, I enjoy pushing the limits of human exploration. Um, I'm never gonna get to the moon. I'm, I'm never gonna get to the bottom of the ocean. Um, and other than those two, you know, and you're, you're looking at caves. You're looking at caves being that final frontier where you're able to get to places no human has ever been before, see things that have never been seen, uh, find species that are currently unknown, um, you know, discover more things about the world. Caving for me has that allure of you're you're pushing those human limits, uh, not the limits necessarily of a physical standpoint. I'd much rather have a, you know, a comfortable trip in, lots of supplies. You know, I'm I'm not looking to push my body, but pushing what humans are doing. Hmm. Uh, Mark Dickey, I'm I'm so glad you are alive and and on the road to recovery, and I'm so glad you got Jessica because. What she's put up with. I mean, I don't know what you're going to do to make it up to her, but it seems like she's put up with a lot here. <laughs> I don't know, Jessica. I owe you a big time donut. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, Mark Dickey and Jessica, thank you so much. I wish you the best. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Thank you.